Welcome to the Good Rookie Show. My name is Fahim. And my name is Nelly J, y'all. And we are Good Rookies. That's right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Good Tuesday. And guess what? It's a Good Rookie Show. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. What's going on, y'all? As you know, we're your host coming to you from Toronto, Canada, the six. And guys, uh, we are excited. NBA has begun. We are back in business. Uh, so we're always loving all the early, uh, too early predictions for him. Uh, <laughs> but now nah, loving uh, basketball, hockey. I mean, everything's happening. So it's pretty dope. But for him, before we start our, our episode, you know, my true and false questions I, I gave i gave you a break but we're back at it so for him true or false okay true or false i feel like you'll know this one um but maybe maybe not so true or false andre drummond once shot free 33 free throw attempts in a game and finished with 20 points. Wow. True or false? Wow. I'm going to go with true. False. Uh, <laughs> it was 17. It was worse. 17 good. points he had. <laughs> I tricked oh. you there. <laughs> he had 17 <laughs> points and had 36 free throw attempts for him. Uh, yeah, not surprised. Uh, he, on his, his career is hovering around 50%. It's a 50-50 thing with him, right? So, uh, do, you, do you think he's the uh, worst free throw in high school? Pardon me? Shooting big man? Worst free throw shooting big man? Ah, Shaq's got to be up there. Do you think it's Shaq? Oh, yeah. If, if As the worst, do you think? Animal, um, I'm going to go with the worst free throw shooting big man. Now, there's got to be a minimum of attempts, obviously, but I'm going to go with. um. Shaq's really bad. DeAndre Jordan is really bad. I just saw some names of people who I think is bad. Shaq, DeAndre mm. Jordan. Um, let me throw one more. Shaq, DeAndre Jordan. I can't. I can't. I'm just trying to think back to back those days. Anyway, I'll have to go with those two. Uh, do they okay. make, did make the list? Obviously. I mean, I mean, you have about two in the top five of all time. So let's go through the top, top five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like that's really good actually. So the worst free throw shooter of all time, one of my favorite defenders, Ben Wallace. Oh, he was at 41.4%. Yeah, how did I forget Ben Wallace? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number two, Andre Drummond with 47.5. Ooh. DeAndre Jordan tied 47.5. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, we're now in a 50%. So under ben, Fahim, being under 50, you failed, right? Like in school? Yeah. They all those three failed. But <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the greats, Wilt Chamberlain, was a 51.1% free throw shooter for him. Really? I didn't know Wilt was such a bad free throw shooter. Yes. Wow. I mean, first of all, like, I mean, not, it wasn't recorded back then, but we don't know if he was shooting threes at all. He did have a 54 field goal percentage, right? Um, but I mean, he yeah. Half of everything. So, exactly. Yeah. He was so tall. His, yeah. his vertical, yeah. His, his wing, his right. wingspan and everything exactly. And number five, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal, fifty two point seven. Yeah, sounds about right. 
Yeah. Modern Love day it. worth free throw shooters uh, is uh, Rudy Gobert. And he's a 63.9. Dwight oh. Howard's not playing anymore, but he still plays ball. He's at 56.7. So, uh, yeah. Man. But Ben Wallace, 41? Mercy. Mercy. Anyway, I thought that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, all right. So, Nelly, since we're talking the numbers, so LeBron is on year 40. Year 40? What? Year, so, he's on year 41? Oh, no, no. Sorry. He's his age. <laughs> his age is going to be. He's, has he hit 40 yet, LeBron? No. I, I don't know. He's on, he's I, on I'm 20, assuming he's he's on his 21st season, so he might be just under that right now. Let me pull LeBron's age. I, I think he turned um, I think he turned 40 this year, or he's going to be 30, 40 turns, soon. Okay. So yeah, so 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 he's 38. LeBron is 38 years he's old. 38. Okay, it's okay. So it's 21st season. So this, this stat here goes by the season. So for 21 21 seasons, uh, there's other greats who have went to to 21 seasons but you know lebron he's an anomaly so what lebron's doing others haven't done i'm going to give you five people from the past can't mm-hmm. say this one's quite a legend but um we got vince carter dirk Nowitzki, kevin garnett kevin willis and robert parish combined these players Average twenty four points combined per game, per but that game. makes sense because, because a lot of them weren't really starting anymore. A lot of them were injured, right. and they were just kind of going on that like last tour before. Right. Yeah, right. So these, so at tw- that's I, impressive I, though that LeBron is still healthy and stuff. Yeah. So it's the over under at twenty four. Over, <laughs> over. Wow! Imagine that LeBron will average over twenty four points for sure. LeBron James. Yeah, he will. Now playing with AD, and maybe you know, some of the others. You think maybe LeBron might be at this season looking to maybe set up others like AD to have a, a big year this year. I mean, AD had great numbers last year, but we all know what his issue is: availability. Uh, yeah, the availability. You know what I mean? Right? So, it, it, like, mm-hmm. he's not playing with healthy players. You know what I'm saying? I think to your point, though. I mean, he's playing with AD since uh, the 2018-19 season. And, um, you know, when the Raptors were championships, were champions, just FYI. And um, he averaged 27.4, 25.3, 25.30, and 28.9 the last two years. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, he'll, I'm sure like, I don't think he's averaged under 24 points in a season since his rookie year, bro. So yeah, I'm taking the wow. over. Hella, the hella over on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and think about it. So I, I'm with you. I I think LeBron year 21, it's not unrealistic. I think he can average 24 points. Imagine how amazing that is. Uh, that he's has that capability. Like I said, mentioned like Vince Carter, Hall of Famer, Dirk Nowitzki, Hall of Famer. Kevin Garnett, Hall of Famer. On here, there's three Hall of Famers um, that toward the end of their career in year 21 were kind of, well, not, they were they were relevant. You know, they were just coming off the bench, leadership role type situations. 
LeBron is leading a team and still arguably, I know there's a lot of young guys coming up, but are you putting LeBron a top five player in the league right now? Well, I remember ESPN had that um, that list, or and I think LeBron was still top 10. Mm-hmm. I think he was, was he seventh or eighth? Yeah, he's just yeah. out of the top five. So that's what I'm asking you. Do you think if could you make a case for him to be the top five player right now? No, I mean, th- this is the thing, right? Like LeBron being top five, no. I think there's guys that are top five, like Jokic, Embiid, Giannis. Those three are cleared. And right mm-hmm. after those three, I'm going to put Tatum above him, and I'm going to put, wow. I mean, I, I mean, again, there's arguments, right? Luka, there's um, Kevin Durant. There, you know what I'm saying? Steph Curry's still really good. Like, there's a lot of great players. So if you have LeBron in the top five, Fahim, I'm not mad at it. I just mm-hmm. think there's an argument for him not to be. Whereas before, yeah. Fahim, LeBron was top five. There was no argument with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was top five, period. Nowadays, you can make an argument that he's not top five. That's the only difference is is what I'm trying to say. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it's really based on your perspective. But I think those, my top three are not changing. Giannis and Bina Jokic, those three, the top three in in the league. And LeBron's not better than those three, in my opinion, at this time of stage. Yeah. When when I think of, uh, if I had a choice between LeBron and Tatum, um, I still think that LeBron year 21 uh, in the playoffs and I like Jason, Jason Tatum, but I think I'd have a lot more you know, faith in LeBron leading a team in the playoffs opposed to Jason Tatum. Um, Ooh, leading a team. No, LeBron really, can't yeah. be your best player right now. If you want the championship team, I don't think you'll go really? far. He, no, hmm. Le, like Tatum as your best player. You can go far with LeBron, your best player. No, we've seen, we've seen t- like, LeBron led his team the last couple seasons as the best player, and he's been hurt, and they have not gone far, right? They're, they're, they've lost early. Since the bubble, right, um, you know, after the bubble championship, he he said, AD, you take the keys, it's your team. Um, and LeBron led the team, but he knows that he can't do what he used to do, right? LeBron is the same guy. Like, we know that, right? And his IQ is so great, so he is still impactful and still beneficial, but LeBron being your best player offensively is not going to win a championship now, nowadays. Hell no. They got swept by <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Boston, Um, if, if Tatum was leading that Boston team and LeBron's leading as the best player, I'm taking Tatum's team over LeBron because Tatum is way, wow. his age, what he can do on both ends of the floor, he's just way more, like, like he's just a better player now, right, in his career. And he can last for him a long series right after that series that lebron had in the second round you can tell like you know it was it was um they had the grizzlies then they went to um who they play second round they went to the warriors that was tedious then they got the denver but but then fahim they had a perfect record at home and they got swept like swept so yeah like i think lebron is still great but i think a postseason run is just a lot different Regular season, I think LeBron will give you great, you know, win, win, win shares, and he will get your team in the playoffs. But postseason, AD has to be the best player. That's why we saw when AD was the best guy on the floor, they won. Like, they played better with him having the highest points. If LeBron's your leading scorer for him, they weren't doing so well. And those stats reflected that. That's why AD and, you know, Austin Reeves, Ruby, like, those guys had to play good along with LeBron for them to win. LeBron by himself anymore is not. LeBron, as a leader, Score is not is that's not a good look. You you definitely want to have AD and other guys stepping up 
in my opinion, of course, uh, when it comes to the postseason. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, on the list, we ha had three Hall of Famers, two that weren't Hall of Famers. Uh, you have LeBron at an over of 24. Just give me your number on the way out. What number? How much points do you think he's going to average this year? 25. 25 to 26, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with 26 and a half. And I, I think he's probably going to play like fifth, right at like 55 games. Yeah, just so Maybe he's eligible 60. for the eligible for awards, right? Yeah, exactly. But does LeBron well. care to win awards now? Like he's so established for him. Like, does that really matter to him on his you know what I mean? Like if he wins or not, I think he's probably retiring in a couple of years anyway. Um right. yeah. you know what I mean? But I, I think with his body and his health, if they want to do a postseason run, we saw them run out of gas for him in that Denver series, right? We saw it with our eyes, ran out of gas, especially in the fourth quarter, they could not execute. All those games were so close, and LeBron for him could not close out that game. He was missing shots. Like, it just wasn't, you know what I mean? So, I just think they have Gabe Vincent. Um, they got some guys on the team, Vanderbilt, so forth. Um, you know, D'Lo did not perform well in the playoffs. Remember that? Uh, the bunkle. So, you know, um, at the end of the day, like, I, there's no way LeBron's going to be playing more than 70 games at his age, right? He is literally 38, 21st season, like you mentioned. Um, he would definitely, he's not playing any back-to-back -back games, I don't think. And he probably will not be playing games like charlotte <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you're not doing no games mm -hmm. so <laughs> let's be real <laughs> all right um so now dj uh let's go for the culture for the culture we like to highlight individuals for the culture and today we get to highlight someone fahim that we spoke about a few years ago and i am just so ecstatic for her um, Simone Biles, uh, the American gymnast who's also an absolute legend, a goat, a goat, Fahim. This girl is the most decorated gymnast in history and is already the greatest of all time. And she's not slowing down, Fahim. Um, most decorated, um, she has the most medal, most gold medals. I mean, Fahim, I don't, she's broken all the records at this point, right? <laughs> and, um, and she has created and invented different moves and artistic styles, um, winning all around, you know, floor routine, uh, bouncing beam. Like, it's insane what she has been doing for him. And um, I wanted to highlight her for him because there's a few things I wanted to touch on this, right? Simone Biles, we all know how great she is. But two years ago, she took a break. Do not for him. Remember this? And we had we had a debate about this for him. It was our 50th episode. Big up to everyone that came out and supported us on that for the episode. But she took two years off, Fahim. That episode, we're talking about, can't she come back? Is her career over? And I, I was remember, so, I remember. remember this? And I was like, no, like, Simone taking time off is not because she's inadequate. I knew that literally something was going on where she had to take time off. And Fahim, stuff came out about the abuse she went with the U.S. gymnast doctor. And... That was, that was all happening, right? Um, and so for me, Fahim, taking that mental break two years off, she knew herself. She Remember, she couldn't do a flip. She couldn't do a spin move, nothing. She was inadequate, right? And again, it showed you how much your mental health, Fahim, Fahim can really um, 
affect your cognitive skills when it comes to actually performing um, on that athletic level. We talk about, is mental health really a thing? Oh my gosh, so what? You can't perform? Wow, Fahim. This girl took two years off, came back um, to for her mental health, and now she's still dominating. Like, like nothing has changed, right? So I want to take this time to, to, to celebrate her because I feel like this is a great example of why taking a break we can't judge folks for that. We have to be like, wow, they know their body more than us. They know what's best for them. You know, Nomi Osaka took time off. She, she she had a baby, right? She's 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 blooming. Ben Simmons is looking like he's taking fadeaway jump shots. Hello, right? So I'm just excited because I think for him, we're gonna be seeing this more often. We're gonna see athletes for him, I think, take time off for themselves, take mental breaks, uh, you know, early retire and come back because of their mental health and i just think that this is going to give a lot of athletes the grace and the less being like less judged to say you know what if you need this we're, we're going to respect your decision and when you come back we hope you come back dominating so fahim simone biles is literally um should be inspiration for all of us because i just think that this shows all of us that listen to your body listen to yourself Right, listen, you know what's best for you. So big up to the goat, Woo! Simone Bowles. Uh she's only 26 years old, too, Fahim. 26. So man, um, and she is not slowing down at all. So Fahim, you got the mic. What's your thoughts on Simone Bowles? Are you shocked? Um, what what do you think you've learned from her journey from really being inadequate to do anything and not coming back and like literally dominating, winning all these gold medals this this past season. You got it. Yeah, no, it's a good uh, bounce back for her. There's that one point where, like you mentioned a few years ago, she was, uh, I guess, taking time off. Uh, there's a lot of speculation of what it could be. Um, well, yeah, for him, for him, that was two years ago. They have, she took time off. Two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, you know, we've seen, for instance, Naomi Osaka take time off from tennis, you know, uh, for for mental health also. And it's around the same time, I think we had that discussion, right? So it's great to see that she's bounced back. Um, you mentioned uh, also just in regards to like how she's inspiring. I saw something on IG where did you see the the black girl in Ireland. Did you hear see or hear about mm-hmm. this? Yeah. So there's a black girl in Ireland. Uh, there's, you know, a bunch of young gymnasts, I'm guessing, you know, it could be, I don't know, 11, 12, something like that. They're young. They're all lined up, guessing maybe, say, 10 of them. And uh, there was one uh, black girl amongst the rest. And each one got a medal. And when they came to the black girl, the person looked at the black girl and brushed her off. And went to the next person, put the medal mm-hmm. on. So left the, the black girl there without a medal, standing amongst others with a medal. Uh, Simone Biles did hear about this. And she actually reached out uh, to that young young girl in Ireland, the black girl in Ireland. Uh, apparently, it's like uh, she gave her a video message also. Um, so, uh, you know, she's there's I didn't not very often that you maybe even have the opportunity to do something socially conscious, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, this is the opportunity and, uh, and she grabbed it by the horns and she, she took control of the situation and did something nice. So, um, things like that, I think make me have even more respect for, uh, small bowels also. 
Yeah, that was so heartbreaking, Fahim. Like, I shed a tear because I could imagine Fahim, she was so, Fahim, not, her team won the medal, not just her, the, the entire team won that medal. And they all worked together to win that medal as a team, right? A, the gymnastic team. How are you literally skipping? And Fahim, the, the girlfriend in front of her, you're going past everyone but her? Bruh, I wanted to give that girl a hug and say, you are magic. You are amazing. Like, and her parents spoke out. The Federation did issue an apology for the racist um, thing that, that that official did. And Fahim, you think now, Fahim, with social media, people would know better. Fahim, I was there like, listen, social media, bruh, like, you're being recorded. Fahim, you are being recorded all the time. So the fact that you thought you can do that nonsense and not be called out, hello? Nah, man. Fahim, I was so upset. Um, And so... Yeah, to your point, Simone Biles really reaching out to her. And I think, Fahim, we're seeing more um, people of color and black gymnasts succeeding, right? We talked about, um, we had the list of the top 50 gymnasts, um, you know, all across the states, HBCU, even in Canada. We're seeing more and more black gymnasts and, you know, Dominique Dawes, right? Like all these are just trickling down to now Simone Biles, who's not the greatest, Fahim, of all of all time in the sport. Like when I was growing up, it was dominated by, you know, a lot of great Chinese gymnasts, Russian gymnasts, Romania. Those had the powerhouses for him and, and USA, right? But they didn't have a complexion. So now we're seeing more of that. And I just think that it's just the inspiration being passed down, um, you know, from generation to, to, to generation. So I think it's really, really dope. Now, because of Simone Biles, um, uh, her inspiration. I wanted to Fahim have a quick session or a quick uh, before we close the segment off, right? Again, big up Simone Biles. But again, we're coming to the fall, Fahim, right? This is a time where people suffer from seasonal depression, right? And they're having different items that are affecting them. So I wanted to give folks tw a breakdown of 12 signs that you might having a burnout. And if you're, and guys, if you're feeling any of these items, please, right? Take a break right? Take a break, seek help, talk, you know, talk to someone, a therapist, you name it. But if you're feeling any of these signs for him, this means that you might be, uh, you probably, you probably have to take a break ASAP. Okay. So the first sign, uh, and again, big up to healthline.com. Um, there was an article they wrote about this and I thought it was, you know, really good that we share this with our, with our listeners today. So the first sign is if you're restless, y'all, if you feel like restless, um, you, you haven't had time to relax, all that, you probably need to take a break. If you're awake at all hours of the night, that's also an issue, right? Sleep is probably the biggest, biggest, um, I would say healer, as they say. So if you can't sleep at all um, or you're awake at, at all hours of the night, Fahim, that means you're probably having insomnia. So that's also indication. You're eating differently. You have no motivation. You feel zapped of energy. So you feel very stressed. You feel very mentally exhausted. Um, that is a problem. You have a hard time concentrating. Big sign. If you feel indifferent about your life, like things that you would matter to you before, Fahim, you don't feel as much anymore, right? Um, number nine, you're getting cynical or negative more than often, right? So are you becoming more impatient? Are you having more frequent outbursts throughout the day? Um, are you snapping 
or screaming, right? Do you feel withdrawn? Do you feel like you don't want to make plans or are you avoiding social events? Another indication. Are you self-medicating, right? So are you taking something to self-medicate uh, more, more often than not? And the last um, sign is that you aren't enjoying your favorite things. So if you typically enjoy something and for some reason you don't enjoy it anymore, again, for him, these are all signs that you probably need to take a mental break. So again, restlessness, insomnia, your appetite changes, lack of motivation, frequent illness, fatigue, poor concentration, indifference, cynicism, isolation, self-medication, loss of joy, and takeaway. So for him... Again, y'all, if you're feeling any of these signs, right, or a combo of these signs, take a break, take some time for yourself, treat yourself to a massage, go on a walk, go on vacation. Y'all, your mental health is wealth. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to not be okay. So definitely, you know, talk to someone if you need that. So yeah, Fima, I thought I wanted to catch some little mental health, you know, awareness, but also big up to Simone Bell because I think she reminds us all that your mental health, if it ain't if it ain't healthy, you cannot perform, period, mm -hmm. right? So make sure you get some rest. Make sure you are mindful of yourself and also put yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So anyways, mm -hmm. that's our for the culture. <laughs> right. Nice. I'm not following that. I think you nailed it on the head with that. It's a great list, actually. It's good to get to see um, or good to hear. Um, because you know, if you, if someone's experiencing maybe one, maybe not, but if you someone you went to that list and you know you have more than one, two that you can definitely say, hey, you know, it's about yourself. Do some self reflection, uh, like Nelly J said, take the time, and uh, and just try and and, and get right. That's it. Mm -hmm. All right, good one. All right, so Nelly J, let's close this out with our last segment, which is. That's absurd. That's absurd, Fahim, bro. What was absurd this week? What was absurd? The last line is Rams. Player Darian Kenrick was arrested for carrying a concealed weapon in L.A. hours after the team win. Third. What's insane for him? We just saw Tory Lanez go through something for having a gun in LA. We know there's very strict gun laws in California. Like it's well known. Like this is not new. So it's just crazy for him that a player that plays in LA that knows the laws has a concealed weapon. Now I guess it was I guess it wasn't registered. I guess it was an unregistered weapon. That man, that's so absurd for him. After a game, wow. so hold up. How how did they find out? Was he checked? Did the police stop him? Is there any indication as to why or how he was caught? Because that is so absurd to me. Like, come on, man. We got to do better, y'all. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so it states a uh, 23-year-old was pulled over early in the morning for a traffic violation. And we're told during the police stop, the police found a gun and marijuana in his car. I guess we'll throw in allegedly over this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, weed and a firearm um, after a win and a traffic violation. That's the thing that I think is probably most absurd. Um, your traffic violation gave the police a reason to stop you. And when they stopped you, they found you're riding dirty. 
absurd. It, they probably smell wow. something too, right? Like marijuana has a scent. So like, I'm not sure. And again, I'm, I'm hoping for him. It was, it wasn't an illegal search, but mm -hmm. yeah, he was booked for this, which sucks. And it says like everyone's saying suspicion of illegal gun. So possession, right? So it was a yeah. felony charge booked at 2.14 a.m. L.A. time, specific time. Um, it's just really, for him again, it's unfortunate um, because he is a starting cornerback for the Rams, right? Um, and it just sucks that he, like, this is what happens, right? Now, again, I get it. You carry a gun in the States for, for, for you know, for security, but have it registered. Why is it, why is it an illegal yeah, like, gun? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, right. man. Like, you're, you're in the NFL. These things should already be, you know what I'm saying? This, stuff like this should already be registered. If we need a gun, yeah. no problem. Just just get it registered, bruh. That's it. It's so absurd. Yeah. yeah. All right, Nelly J. I think we should put this episode in the books. Yes. Guys, uh, that's a good rookie show. <laughs> Um, but no, y'all, first of all, uh, thanks again for hanging out with us on this episode. My shout out um, is quite simple. So Fahim, uh, we spoke about him just now in our first segment, right? Um, and LeBron James, even though he's in year 21, he's still making one of the top five salaries. So he may not be a top five player to some folks in the NBA, but for him, he's top five paid. <laughs> uh, so top five players getting paid right now, y'all, this season. And for him, some, someone's name might, might be like, what? Well, we have um, in terms of highest paid. So this is a, a combo of salary for him and endorsements with total earnings. So we have LeBron number one, then Steph Curry, Giannis, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. Wait. Yeah. Play. top five highest paid players this upcoming season and that's a combination of salary endorsements at which equates their total earnings so big up to these five y'all three of them are all were warrior players which is why they're a super team another example for those who doubt, who doubt that who doubted that but Giannis and LeBron again dope Cameron Durant still getting paid but Clay Thompson I, for him, I was shocked about that more than quiet huh you know what i mean like <laughs> but hey wow yeah big up to them so that's my shout out <laughs> all right um all right so nelly j i think we should put this episode in the books all right y'all that was a good rookie show if you had a good time enjoy yourself click that and subscribe and tell, 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 tell a friend for me on all platforms you know what it is that's a good rookie show Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>